Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Call to Action podcast. Jeremy, welcome, welcome back in the office, man. It's been it's been a minute. Yeah, the last time we were in our makeshift studio here was the Monday before the basketball yeah. tournament. Yeah, it feels right? good to be back. I actually yeah, get to see your good. face. Yeah, oh, I was going to say the same to you. Oh, that's so nice. That's a good you. or bad thing, but <laughs> it's uh, it is good to be doing this uh, in the same room once again. Zoom has has been great. We're we're all about the Zoom calls. I think everyone across the nation, across the uh, across the planet, is about the Zoom calls these days. But yeah, yeah. Well, I don't think we'll be abandoning Zoom no, calls no. for for the podcast. But it does feel good. We get a uh, nice little audio. Our nice microphones back. Yeah. Uh, we get to have our computers in front of us instead of uh, actually using them to <laughs> make the podcast. So that's good. True story. Yep. Yeah. It's 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 been great. Um, like you said, to use these things, we talked about it a couple podcasts ago before our little summer break we yeah. took, but um, we learned some things. We used to do all this podcast stuff with this equipment. We we had to use the Zoom equipment and see people on video, which has worked great. So uh, as the as the year moves on, I think we'll be able to use that to like amplify and make this show even better. Yeah, and you mentioned our little summer break. Yeah. We, we have had a, a few weeks and, and a few... I guess months of this of in, of indecision, I guess, going on ar- around the office. But uh, so we decided to take a little break. Uh, do you have anything to report from your from your uh, few weeks off? Well, let's see. I, the last podcast we did was with the the College World Series, Kent State. The, was the it? Guys, yes. God, that which seems is, like it was so long it, it ago. Was, it was long ago. It was a great show. It was. Uh, and then yeah, with with everything kind of going on in the world, we just decided to hit the pause button. But by no means to all of our fans out there uh are were we going anywhere no 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 um to report i mean no i'm i'm laying low i'm doing what people ask me to do yep uh because uh at some point i want everything back in my life that was there (laughs) uh at the beginning of the year i I think think we all all, do yeah we're all the same way so trying to get my kids out you know try to get outside trying to uh play some golf i was gonna Uh, say i was gonna mention golf yeah and, and um I mean, trying to see family, right? I think yeah. we've kind of all, my whole family at least, we, with the grandparents and our parents and just everyone's kind of been laying low. So we know that we can go whether whatever the weekend is, which is great to see family because the first couple of months of all this, I wasn't going no, anywhere. Yeah, you were scared. Yeah, we yeah, were scared. Was, all scared to see yeah. family and yeah, whatever. So, so just been hanging out and, uh, you know, enjoying. It's It's been really nice outside the last couple yeah. Or so. so what, what about you? What you uh, nothing. Yeah. Same as you. I mean, like you said, we're trying to keep this as, as low key as possible so we can all get back to normal or whatever normal is going to be uh, eventually. Um, yeah. I don't know. I've been playing some, a little bit of golf, I guess. Yeah. Working on the game. Yeah. I, well, I wouldn't call it that, but uh, yeah, things, things have been good. I mean, I haven't uh, caught up on a, a new show. I got a new show for you. What's that? I've been watching Shameless. Okay. You ever watch Shameless? Nope. It's, uh, it's 10 seasons long. Mm. Uh, I'm on season nine so far. It's, okay. it's very good. Very good. All right. Um, so I've been doing a lot of that. Yeah, like I said, just trying to lay low a little bit. Yeah, you got to. So not the golf game's not? No, 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 no. Okay. It's, not, it's not anywhere near playable yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I just played an outing on Monday. Great people over at the Cleveland Sports Commission. I think this is the fourth year mm-hmm. they've done their golf outing. Fourth or fifth, I've been at all of them. Uh, it was a great event. They um, were very careful with uh, mm-hmm. all the all the things going on and wearing a mask in the clubhouse until you get out on the course and that. And then Met- Metamac Legend. 
there. Yes, the, I saw I, that. I, I met Ben Curtis for the first time, took a picture. He brought the claret jug from the British Open yeah, that he won. Uh, so it was really cool. And uh, to be able to talk a little golf with him uh, before we teed off uh, was cool. And talked a little bit about uh, Coach Page and mm-hmm. uh, all that good stuff. So it was, it was cool. You know, when you go to some of these events and you see someone like with Mac ties there, especially someone that – um, you know, won something yeah. like he did. It, it, it was cool to, to catch up. It, it like gave me a rush. I was able yeah. to talk like Max Sports with someone, nice. uh, which is yeah. which is great. So. Yeah, we haven't haven't been able to do that for some time, so no. uh, that's good. No, I think I want a caddy for you guys next year. You don't ha- you don't have to let me play. I'm just gonna carry around your bags. Okay, all right. That would have been great because we the last three holes it poured, so <laughs> could have left you with our um, left you with my bags. And yeah, we could have mm-hmm. taken the cart. And I driven I, back. I charge a small six pack fee. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> well, well, let's get into a little bit of what's going on yeah. um, with a, outside of all the, the extracurriculars we've been involved in. But um, look, clearly the last couple of weeks, uh, not easy on any of us. Um, I mean, me personally, for how long I've been here, uh, the, the announcement to postpone fall sports, uh, although the smart decision um, was a very tough day here in the office. There's no question about it. Uh, and, and it, it, it sucks. It sucks. Yeah. Uh, it sucks for everyone, but I think, you know, at the end of the day and, and today's guest, we're going to have commissioner Steinbrecher on with us. Um, you know, it, it does come down to the student athletes and there's so many no- unknowns out there <coughs> still with, with this virus. And we don't know, which end is up and mm. to, to make the right call to protect everyone so that we can have sports down the road is very important. But, you know, I was here in the office uh, preparing everything, getting John with the press. Con- I mean, it was a, it was a it was a flurry of activity. You were here as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, now I, I just yeah. think we got to move forward and, and yeah. keep, keep trying to move forward. No, man. Listen, it was a absolutely I mean, I think gut wrenching day. For yeah. for everyone involved, you know, you never, I mean, I haven't been here long, but I've never seen anything like this, you know. Um, and you you deal with crises all the time in this in this line of work, you know, whether it's you know, I don't know, play, yeah. players not doing the right thing or or emergency press conferences, things like that. But you, I mean, these this is something that you don't wish upon anyone because it affects everyone. Um, And uh, especially, like you said, our student athletes, I absolutely feel the worst for them. And uh, this decision, if we didn't have to make it, I wish we we didn't have to make it at at the end of the day. But uh, as you said, it was the right decision. Um, Yeah. I mean, like you said, I just hope everyone, you know, takes responsibility for what you can control and uh, we can get back out on the field or, or pitch sooner rather than later. Yeah, man. It, it's it's crazy that, again, the last time we did one of these podcasts in person was before our basketball tournament when everything went south the first time when, yeah. the, when the virus closed all the basketball tournaments across the country in March Madness. And then, you know, a couple of weeks um, I away thought that was now, the craziest bro. thing we would, we, <laughs> yeah. would, we would have to deal yeah, with, so honestly. I, I, at that day, I, I did. I thought that that was the craziest thing in my career that I've ever dealt with. And then um, this happens on... Um, August eighth, and yeah, able to put uh, crisis crisis management <laughs> on the you know um, up, uh, on, on, on uh, everything that I've always done. And I guess the 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 life resume of myself is now um, able to put that on there, but uh, it's not something that you no. you know ever ever want to do. And 
uh, hopefully we never have to do it again. All good news moving forward. Yeah. That's just all hopefully. good news. Positive vibes only. Yep. For the rest of this year, next year, that's what I'm calling for today on August 19th. Positive <laughs> vibes moving forward. We need them. Everyone needs them. It's not just the Mac. This yep. is worldwide. And uh, it's 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 crazy. I thought I'd be. I mean, I thought we'd be. I thought we'd be done with this. I oh, thought no, I think we all did. Yeah, uh, yeah. I thought we'd all be done. I I can't believe that kind of we're we're at this moment, and um, it's going to be a quiet fall. Uh, there's no doubt. And we'll we'll work towards getting you know for for our next season, and and to hopefully get things back up and running, and and uh, whatever normal is, we'll we'll get back. Yeah, and I mean, John will mention it on the on the interview that we had, but I mean, when we canceled the basketball tournament, we were dealing with. 10 cases in the area and uh i don't think any of us could have predicted you know what's happened not only here but but around the nation and around the world and yeah i don't know it just like you said positive vibes only yeah from now on i'm tired i'm tired of talking sad about it for right from right (laughs) this moment i I get sad thinking about it yeah from right this moment hey i I agree man you 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 do get sad you get sad for everyone in college athletics you get sad i mean all down the line it doesn't i don't even have to name all the groups no it affects everyone and uh it's it's unfortunate because it's it's something that is is out of your control but we should all take responsibility yep. to to flush this thing out. I mean, I'm I'm sick of hearing like yeah. I will do whatever you tell me to do, um, and and moving forward because I am just oh, man, I'm, I'm happy I'm happy to stay inside. That's yeah, fine by me. Yeah, but even when you go out, just do what people tell you, yep. and like maybe we can crush this thing and get mm. back. And and that's that's what you just hope across uh, that that people start to see. Cause I know we had like a moment here in Ohio where we were down and we opened up the state because, you know, everyone wants to get back to work. Everyone wants to get back yep. some normalcy in their life and get back to their job. But, um, you know, th- we, we may not have taken things still seriously. You could still I agree. open restaurants and, and such, and just take those precautions so that maybe we'd still be, you know, I'll be, but again, starting this for, this time, seriously, 11.52 on uh, August 19th. You it's dated positive. It. <laughs> it's positive. Nice. Yes. Yeah. Well, let's get into some positive vibes, I guess. Yes. Uh, yes. We will uh, welcome in our guest. We have Commissioner John Steinbrecher with us uh, today to talk about everything that went into the decision, um, his feelings about moving forward, and, and a bunch of other things that uh, people want to know, honestly, about the decision. So with that, we will uh, bring you in with Dr. John Steinbrecher. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Call to Action podcast. We have a very special guest on with us today, the uh, commissioner of the Mid-American Conference, Dr. John Steinbrecher. Uh, John, let's, let's talk about August 8th, 2020. I mean, I'm guessing it was one of the most difficult days of your career. Um, talk about the meetings that, that went into, you know, making that decision when the conference postponed the fall sports season. Yeah. You know, that was really the culmination of several weeks worth of meetings among an array of groups, whether it was with our, our council of directors of athletics our council of presidents our sports medicine group, our medical advisory board, uh, all the other external groups we'd been collecting data from and interacting with, whether it's the CDC, the World Health Organization, state and local boards of health, governmental entities, the NCAA, the NCAA's COVID-19 task force, 
other conferences, uh, just an, an array of things. And it, it was, in this case, it was a, a president's meeting on a Saturday morning that was a continuation from the, the prior Thursday, which we had hoped we would maybe be able to reach a decision in, but we weren't because we just ran out of time. What I ultimately brought forward from the athletic directors was not a single recommendation, but a spectrum of options that were uh, governed by advice we had received from our, our uh, medical advisory board. And it kind of ran the gamut from at one end would be you just keep going as planned and you play the games where they're scheduled and, and off we go to at the, the other end would be um, let's, let's shut down, uh, would not have competitions in the fall, do something else, and various things in between. And we ended up, because of, of schedule issues with our presidents, we only had an hour on Thursday. And we were being very thorough and very deliberate, and we simply could not get through all the information. And so we came back on Saturday and continued it. It ended up being about a two-hour meeting mm-hmm. on Saturday. Uh, and, and so I, I really commended everybody involved on being very thoughtful and thinking through uh, the ramifications, what's the right thing to do, what are our medical advisors telling us. And at the end of the day, what was the most compelling factor was our, our medical folks came back and said, we just simply don't think you ought to be playing uh, this fall or having competition this fall. And, they, and there were an array of things. I think the media of late has really gotten focused in on one thing, and that was some of the cardiac issues. And that was certainly one factor, but it really was a culmination of two, three, four, five things and you start stacking that all up and you say, you know what, it, it just makes sense that perhaps we don't move mm-hmm. forward with competitions at this time. Yeah, John, you're a former student athlete. You've been in college athletics your whole career, um, your, your whole life. I mean, uh, how, how hard was it to deliver that message um, that Saturday that, that we were going to push the pause button? Yeah, that whole week was, was really an emotional week because – you could clearly see where the discussion could potentially go. And it was just gut-wrenching. You know, we went through that in the spring as we shut down our basketball tournament and then the rest of spring sports. And, and that, that, that hurt. And I, <laughs> I did a pretty good job of just walling that off. And then as we were working through this, and, and you're right, I, I've been fortunate. I, I was a student athlete in college. I played football and tennis, which is a – a, a weird combination, <laughs> but so be it. Um, but I, you know, I grew up in a family. I've been around intercollegiate athletics the better part of my life. My father was a was a football student athlete when he was in college. He was a coach. He was a professor. He was a director of athletics. All my professional life has been in and around intercollegiate athletics. And so, you know, we're not in this to be in the business of of reducing opportunities. And we're in this because we, we believe so strongly that participating in intercollegiate athletics adds so much to the educational experience of those participants. Uh, it, it enriches what they do. It's, it's the absolute perfect laboratory of taking what you learn in the classroom and putting it to work uh, on the field of competition whether it's learning teamwork, leadership, uh, dealing with adversity, dealing with success, you know, just an, an array of things. It's, it's just the ultimate laboratory. But we also feel it brings 
great things to the institution in general, whether it's a focal point and a place where we can bring people together and celebrate, uh, whether it's uh, another way to increase uh, exposure for the institution, just an array of things we could go into there. So, you know, it's, it's, it's what we do. And so as, as we got to that decision, yeah, it just really, <laughs> I, I pretty much had a lump in my throat yeah. that whole week. And then I, I clearly had a, a big lump in my throat as we had to make that determination. I got off uh, of the, uh, the uh, president's call at like 10 o'clock that morning and went immediately into an AD's call, was choked up. Uh, outlining to them the actions that occurred and what that means for us, and the you know you know you you need to get to your coaches and and student athletes in the next hour, and we're gonna have a press conference at X, and you know off we went, and so so be it. It's it it is emotional. That's that's part of sports, <laughs> yep. right? right? No uh, that's that's there's highs and there's lows, and and that's that's where we live our lives, and so so be it. I'd expect that, but and it's emotional for the kids. I can only imagine the coaches and, and student athletes were bitterly disappointed, uh, and by and large, I've heard uh, good comments back on you know we appreciate uh, our concern for their health and well being. And, but I, I would expect there's an array of views on that. But yeah. so be it. We we charted out a course that we felt was in the best interest for the health and well-being of all involved. Yeah, I mean, you touched on it. The MAC has always, if there's a silver lining, the MAC has always kind of put student athlete well-being first. How much pride do you kind of take in that decision, making them the top priority once again? Well, I I would assume most folks talk about in their core values that that. Uh, health and safety or student athlete well-being is somewhere in that list. And, and clearly that has been for us. And, you know, we talk about internally that you use your core values to, to uh, inform you as you make decisions. And as you make decisions, you go back to your core values. And how does that inform you? What does that lead you to do? You know, let's go back seven, eight, nine plus years. You know, we asked our student athletes about this issue that was bubbling at the time. It was called time demands. And it's, you know, how many hours a week should students be practicing in season, out of season? How many days off should they have? All those sorts of things, voluntary activities, involuntary activities, the whole array of things. And so what ended up coming out of that is our, our student athlete advisory council came back and, and wrote a white paper, which was this, I think, 35 or 40 page document that really laid out an array of recommendations and their thoughts on things. And, and from that, we as a league went forward and put in place time demands requirements in our league uh, that set the stage for we passed that on to the NCA and it became the template for what became the NCA's rules and regulations on time demands or time obligations. Let's jump forward a couple years and we jump into mental health. And we did that because of feedback from our student athletes. I asked the kids, where is an area we need to spend some more time on? What came back on was mental health. So we took another year, year and a half studying that, and we became the first conference that came out of that with a set of best practices and uh, um, minimum standards that people had to be implementing and putting in place. And then an annual uh, mental health awareness week and uh, an annual uh, – symposium on, on mental health issues and things like that. And so we got focused there. Then we took it next to diversity, equity, and inclusion. And same thing. We ended up being the first conference to put in place conference-wide uh, 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 
programming across that that affected not only student athletes but also uh, administrators. And and so yeah, I think we've we've tried to do that. Was not looking to be the first one out of the shoot here on this. <laughs> I, I mean, that was not the intention, and I don't think that really matters. What what matters is you know that's we go back to. I think I can look people in the face or in the eye right now and justify why we've done what we've done. Mm-hmm. And, uh, again, we, we were well advised, uh, and they continue to stand by that advice. And we'll continue to evaluate that as we move forward, as we start to project towards our winter sports and things like that. Uh, what does that mean? And it, can we get to a place, hopefully because of changes, whether it's uh, we see an abatement in what's going on with the virus, because it's the prevalence of the virus is still very, very high uh, and it's it clearly a highly infectious virus, and that's a concern. We're seeing that as, as we're seeing some campuses open up, and hopefully our schools are able to open up safely and, and, and stay largely open. Uh, but other issues around it, we'll be informed by that. We'll be informed by what do we learn more about the virus, both in terms of known risks and the things that are not completely known. Do we gain greater information about that so that we can fully uh, advise our student athletes and their parents and all involved, but these are the risks involved, and you need to understand that coming into that. Uh, and our treatment modalities continuing to improve. Um, where are we on a vaccine, and how does that play into it? Uh, testing, uh, do we continue to improve our ability to not only get tests, which I think we're getting to that point, but can we get test results back in a timely fashion? And I think people need to understand we're not going to test our way out of this. That's not the issue. But the issue is the test or testing is one of the tools we have that assists us if we move forward, allows us to understand if we have an issue that we need to manage. You know, contact tracing, can we, does that become improved? Do we have more contact tracers so that we have greater access to it? What we're being told right now is we won't be prioritized in that. So again, if you have an outbreak, you have to contact trace it. They may not get you immediately. It might be a day, two days, three days down the road. That has implications for all the people that you need to be uh, putting into quarantine until you can get back through testing and all the things that go with that. And then what's going on with travel and the various travel advisories? Do those continue to, uh, are those, uh, we see in more of those, we see in fewer of those, or are they completely wiped off the board? You know, since the decision has been, was made, uh, take us a little bit behind the curtain. Uh, what have your some of the main things you've been talking about with the presidents, athletic directors, and the medical advisory group at this point? Yeah, what we're focused on right now is um, just because we're stopping competition doesn't mean we're, we're cutting loose the student-athletes. We think it's important from a physical well-being standpoint, a mental well-being standpoint, to keep them engaged. And so what level of activity can they be involved in and what does that mean? Is it just simply voluntary activities, weight training and conditioning, or can there be some level of interaction with the coaches and some sort of structured environment, uh, perhaps with some skill training and things like that? And so we've been working through that. Uh, I think we've been a leader in working with the NCAA and hopefully uh, we'll be getting some more answers. We in our AD's meeting yesterday, we walked through a list of proposals that we're prepared to move out with with our membership, and we'll vote on that perhaps as soon as tomorrow. We expect the NCA may adopt many of those uh, at a meeting today, 
But anyway, it's we've kind of taken the strategy of let's walk before we run, but we want to again, provide meaningful opportunities for those student athletes to be engaged, to have some structure around what they're doing. We're hearing from them that that's important. We're hearing from our coaches that's important. And I think our medical people would say that's important. But we need to do so in an appropriate manner. And then we need to build our testing protocols and all the other health and safety protocols around that. You mentioned you were talking to the coaches group earlier. What what have you kind of stressed to them and how have those conversations gone? Well, they're anxious. They're like yeah. the student athletes because we've been operating in this period where there's just unknowns, mm-hmm. and that's not that's not what coaches do. I mean, uh, they they operate, and you know, they have things planned down to the to the second, and and God bless them for that. And and we've been driving them crazy because we don't have answers on a lot of things. We don't necessarily know when there's seasons are going to crank up or when you can begin this or that. And so we've continued to a. Uh, reinforce and sympathize that we understand we don't always have all the answers for you we understand your frustration with that and we're here to listen to it and and respond to it and and react to it as we can Uh, and we'll try to move forward with things as quickly as we can we've talked about we're going to be again we're going to walk before we run on on most of these things so we tend to be a little bit conservative on the on the health and safety front and that's we've kind of continued that but we're we're ramping up in in appropriate ways um and that they're going to need to they're going to need to look at this year as one in which there's going to need to be a, a great deal great deal of flexibility mm-hmm. uh there, there's going to be things that are unexpected they're going to have to roll with some of these punches a little bit and so get ready for that and you know what it's just going to be one of those years and we'll all manage it to the best of our ability and hopefully what we can do is figure out ways to provide uh, meaningful competitive opportunities for our student-athletes. Hopefully we can get our sports up and running. We can have conference championships. We can have NCAA championships. Uh, I think that would be healthy for all involved. <laughs> Absolutely. On a personal level, we talk about how you've been in uh, athletics your whole life. Uh, what will you personally miss the most about fall sports starting up? You know, I, I really enjoy, um, particularly in, you're in September and October, and as, as football season's getting underway and you're off on a, a football weekend or you're off, you get to a soccer match and a volleyball match and then a football game, things like that, just being able to be at the competitions, interact with the various folks you interact with. It's, it's one of the few times when I get a chance to see and talk to some of the student-athletes when I'm on campus or when I'm at events, and just watching the competition. I, I really I continue to get a thrill out of that and, and just enjoying that, watching kids pursue excellence and all that goes into it and the, and the tension and the drama and all the stuff that, that goes into that. And uh, so it'll be sad we don't have it th- this fall, but hopefully because of actions we're taking now, it provides us the ability to get back to the field of competition sooner. Yeah, and like and like you said, I mean, a lot of it's so unknown right now, but what are some of the next steps we can take to expect spring sports to get back up? <laughs> Wear a mask. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that's yeah. really yeah. A, a good bit of it. Uh, we've got to knock down this virus. And you look at the numbers across the country, and they are still incredibly high in many, many, many places. And, and that's an issue. 
that's going to be a key component of all of that is seeing that uh, abate somewhat. Um, and, and so when they talk about wear a mask, observe social distancing norms and all that stuff, you know, they're not making this stuff up. It works. Uh, we saw it worked earlier. We, we kind of got away from it, and it, it bit us again, and, and here we are. And so if we can continue to, to do those sorts of things, uh, it'll help us as medical science will continue to do their part. You know, the, what we've seen from March to today in terms of uh, treatment modalities, work on a vaccine, uh, testing and the capabilities, all that, that's really grown, and that's been great, and that'll continue to do that. Now, we need to, the part we can be a part of is, you know, take care of our own business. Right. Yeah, John, I, I think, I know we're working on everything, and you're having all these conversations, but I, I know one thing a lot of our fans are wondering is what spring football could look like. What are some things, I know still talking through it, but what, what could that look like? Yeah, I'll give the answer I've been given for six months. I don't know. Um, you know, I don't know what it looks like right now. Yeah. And that's we've got a, a group going. We've got a group with a, an athletics director who also serves on the NCAA Football Oversight Committee. We've got four coaches. We've got two student athletes. We've got a faculty member. We've got uh, some medical advisors. So we've got a, a, a bunch of folks. And so what they're laying out is basically this fall – uh, this coming spring and the next fall. So, uh, you know, 12 to 16, 18-month period of time, and that's really how you have to look at it. So this fall, in essence, becomes what a spring has typically been for football. And so can we facilitate some way to have spring football this fall? And we're working toward that. I don't have all the answers on it, but I think we're going to get somewhere in that neighborhood, and we'll see what level of contact that will be per- permitted, and it will be be dependent on all these other factors we've talked about. That's one thing. And then you look at calendar year 2021. So you want to have two competitive seasons within one calendar year. Can you do that? Can you not? Um, The answer we're getting from our medical folks is yes. Uh, Now, it may mean the spring season looks a little different. You know, maybe it's not 12 games. I don't know what that magic number is. But I'd, I'd remind people that our fall sports all have an intensive period of practice, and in some case, competition in the spring. Mm-hmm. Uh, in football, it's spring football. Now, they don't have outside competition, but some of our other sports do. So they're used to having that period of time. The ways we practice today are so much different than what we did 10, 15, 20 years ago. When I played football, I don't remember a practice that we didn't have full pads on and that we didn't hit most practices. I mean, about the only time we were out there in shorts and helmet and, and that was a walkthrough the day before a game. Otherwise, we were hitting. You don't do that anymore. And so I know one of the things we're looking at is really hard at the NFL model, and they really control contact even more than we do. I think once we get in season, most of our schools, if they hit once a week, maybe twice, but it's usually once a week, that's a lot, mm-hmm. which, which is not too dissimilar from what the – the NFL does. And so taking, learning from what those folks do, continuing our conversations, I think we can manage some level of, of competitive activity and do it in a, in a manner that makes sense and is safe and yet provides, um, uh, I think will provide some uh, neat and unique competitive opportunities for the student athletes. 
Well, John, our, our last question for you is is a simple one, I think, but what, what message would you have for the fans of this conference if you could give one right now? Well, let's uh, get ready to fly the flag again. Those right. days are coming. We're going to get there. Uh, but we're gonna we're gonna move forward in a in a logical fashion. We're gonna be governed by our medical advisors. We're gonna be governed by our state and local boards of health. All of that sort of stuff, which will continue to govern us in the short term. Uh, this is not a one week, two week problem. That's evident now, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we I talked about earlier when I was in March when we had to shut down the basketball tournament. I I never envisioned we'd be in this place today. I thought, yep. man, we're going to figure this out. We'll get it knocked down, and away we go. But I'd also point out, let's put some things in perspective here. When we shut down our spring sports and our basketball tournament, there were a little over 1,200 diagnosed cases of COVID uh, across the country. Man, we're doing that. We're, yeah. We've been pushing 1,000 in the state of Ohio Daily. for a couple of weeks. Yeah. I mean – and let's talk about all our other states and across the country, right? So we've got some work to do, but we're going to get there if, if we're logical about it and let's be sensible. And we're going to get back to competition, but more importantly, we need to get back and make sure we can get our schools open, get our students back in the classroom, faculty back in the classroom. And as those things are able to occur, all the other great stuff that comes with it, whether it's football games or field hockey or basketball or, or theater or band or whatever it is, those are all going to come along with it. Well said, well said. Well, we want to thank you once again for coming on with us. And uh, like you said, hopefully we're flying the flag and uh, all enjoying some action very, very soon. All right, we once again like to thank Commissioner Steinbrecher for joining us on today's show. Eric, uh, great, great perspective and insight from the commissioner, kind of from the moment that the decision uh, started to be made through kind of what, what we do moving forward and, and kind of our path on on making sure that we get some action back in our lives. I was just going to say, uh, he had me a little amped when he said, fl- we're going to be flying the flag soon. Yeah, I was, I was, I was ready. Um, and I think that's what we all want. We just all want sports back in our lives and to be a part of something like that is, is essential for a lot of us moving forward. So, uh, I thought it was optimistic yeah. to say, yeah. and, uh, yeah, I mean, great, great perspective. Like you said, we should, I, I can't imagine, uh, the, the spot that, you know, no, I don't envy him this, at all <laughs> this, this, uh, entire time and it's tough calls, but it, we go back, it, it's the right call. It's for student athlete. We've, we've done that throughout, uh, like he mentioned for the past 10 years, uh, we'll just say 10 years on, on a lot of things that we've done here in the conference, whether it's mental health, um, or, uh, you know, any of our racial programming and diversity and, and, uh, just, just helping along to, to better our student athletes along their, their path. And, uh, you know, this is a, um, a bump in the road clearly, Mm -hmm. but, uh, like we've said all show, we got it, we got to move forward with it. And I think it's the best decision right now for our student athletes to, for them once again, to be top of mind. And we, we just, Look forward to, to getting better. No, and I think one of the, the most important things to come out of this interview is the the realization of how much how much time and how much effort was put into not only dis- this decision, but to everything that we do. I mean, we gather all opinions. Yep. Uh, we gather all facts. And we look at that, and, and we make a decision from that. And it hasn't been easy. I mean, this whole time it hasn't been easy, but... Um, 
I just I just think that sometimes you, you, you look at these things and, oh, it looks like a rash decision. Um, but we've had plenty of time and, and the commissioner and a lot of people have put in so many hours just to put this thing to bed and, and put it to rest. I just I respect the hell out of them. Yeah, absolutely. Well, once again, we will be back. We're going to yep. a little programming. We're going to start doing this. Uh, I know we would we're going at two times a week uh, in the hay back in the heyday. <laughs> uh, we're going to we're going to start back slowly and, and bring you our show once a week. Um, and, and we're going to look forward on all of our other social platforms. We're going to keep pumping out content going to yep. get some interviews with, uh, false student athletes. We're going to get some coaches back on here and, and we're going to tell you their stories, uh, you know, off the field, get to know people. Uh, and this is the perfect time for that. That's, we have all the time in the world Absolutely. right now to, to do that. So, uh, look forward to, uh, next week's show. And until then get some action, get some action. Return of the man. Return of the man. One second. Return of the man. Top of-